0: Hello everyone, welcome to What is Covenant, specialized pastoral care services, Christian counseling ministry, with, get this, okay. with Tim and Carolyn Barnett and Dave Clay. Yes, podcast listeners, there is indeed a Tim Barnett. I know you question that all the time because you and I, probably more than anyone else, we speak of Tim on the podcast.
1: You're kind of famous.
0: (laughs) At least in name recognition, right? Now we're going to add a bit of personality, hopefully, to it. But we've got some really good news we want to share with our podcast listeners. And and we'll get into more of the details of that as the podcast sort of proceeds. But in the moment that we're in right now, uh, I'm excited about it. Do you have any idea what we're going to talk about, Carol?
1: I'm... kind of thinking maybe we're going to talk about our next venture.
0: Yes. Yes. What do so. you kind of take us in that direction?
1: Oh boy. Yeah, leave it to me.
0: <laughs> well, you are the director of what of Covenant Specialized Pastoral Care Christian Counseling Ministry. <gasps> You are part of all that's going on with that, and then the vision, and you're married to Tim. So who better to kind of set all that up?
1: There was a show once called Pinky and the Brain. (laughs) I'll let you guess which one I am and which one you are. There you go. Um, Because I even said to Tim this morning, I was like, well... um, You know, I'm not sure I even understand all of it, So, but I will do my best to explain it. We are in the process of hoping to expand our services and we would like to offer some support and some continuing education and more supports for people in our area that can come here and perhaps and I'm gonna let you describe that part, Um, but we are wanting to, I said expand, but we're wanting to offer more to people um, in this area, in our field, counseling, mental health, social work, there's different, it's not really limited or specific, um, but we would like to start offering some help to people in the form of education and training. How does that sound? Yeah, it sounds
0: right on the money. And <laughs> where does that come from? Certainly, it comes from the same place of covenants, uh, specialized pastoral care, Christian counseling ministry, as a place that folks can come and receive. Mm-hmm. But it also comes from just a realization that you and I have had, even though at times a bit of a different journey, arriving at where we're at, and and with that then had different experiences, I think we share in that common vision sort of way, we have that same sort of, I guess, perspective, and we want to share that. We want to share a little bit more about how not only you got to where you are, how we came to this conclusion you know, or at least this, it's not really over yet, but at least this point where we've got the ministry set up, the practice, so to speak, set up, but really what we didn't get along the way, the way or what we would have maybe wanted to get along the way, and, and yeah, there's a lot to be said for education, but really what I think I'm coming to is this empowerment. People need to be empowered. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this, the devil loves to take your power away from you. And he will use whatever, his primary tool, humanism, to steal your power from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with, with that, it's no different than the biblical message. But we thought, well, maybe we should bring it within the specifics, specialized pastoral care, Christian counseling, ministry, of what you and I do. Mm-hmm there's no time that i could think of ever in history where it would be any more important than it is today to be able to be able to minister to but empower those who minister to people uh, who are in need they don't know jesus some of them Uh, So they might and they've kind of lost that relationship or, you know, in some way somebody has come along, hurt them, or the devil has used that to steal them from their first love, so to speak, or as they discovered that Jesus. uh, But our job is to mend. But if we can empower those who are in the position of mending... Seems to me like that would be even exponentially so greater. And it right. does also sound like the work of Christ. Mm-hmm. Not that, again, you and I are Jesus, but it's the model. Mm-hmm. It's discipleship, it's encouragement of that personal relationship, which makes us all not only disciples, but apostles.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a much better <laughs> description than I gave. However, I wanted to give our listeners a kind of an overview of what we're talking about but the empowerment is so important because I think you hit the nail on the head when you said this we need it more today than ever before and I know um, your son is in college my son's in college and uh, I've heard him say a couple things and you know it kind of caught me and I was like what where where did you hear that at I was like did you hear that at college (laughs) because The world is just infiltrating every nook and cranny. And so um, I realize he's in the world. He may not be of the world, but for such a time as this, I mean, this is a good time to be doing this.
0: So it's officially called Covenants Continuing Education Programs.
1: I didn't want to mess up the name, that's why I didn't. Say
0: it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I had to go if they heard I didn't the door in front of me if, the, if they heard the door creak above it ago, I had to get in the closet and pull it out, right? Because I, I would mess it up too.
1: Cabinet's continuing education
0: <clears throat> programs. programs. Okay.
1: And and
0: with that then um, Tim. <gasps> So, so what does Tim then have to do with any of this? Do you know Tim? Do you have any idea?
2: Uh, I don't, but I'm excited to find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it, it would be the like Carolyn and I. We just—it's all discovery. It you, in my mind, as we prayerfully considered it, as Carolyn has already asked, you've been so gracious to accept. Uh, We'd like to make you officially the uh, administrator, which is sort of like the chief operating officer, the COO, of Covenant's continuing education programs, and kind of oversee the logistics, the development of that, and bringing that to fruition. You know, we could just kind of do what we do with the podcast. We could fly by the seat of our pants, but we, Carolyn, you and I both recognize, we need somebody. What was the program, Pinky and Who?,
1: Pinky and the Brain. Yeah.
0: Well, I've never watched the program, but I already kind of get the idea. Tim's the Brain. You know? And that's it. I may be Pinky, too.
1: Wasn't that Steven Spielberg that... I want to say it was. I know he did Animaniacs, but it it was like somebody really smart had wrote this little... Yeah, same creator. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. I believe believe it was. I can't... And it was like somebody had all the brains and then somebody was like the Minion.
0: (laughs) So, So in that sort of way, I... I am going to de- defer, me too, <laughs> to, to Tim's uh, guidance and leading. And, and I know his heart, I know he has a heart to serve the Lord already is in so many different ways beyond this. Uh, but I think this would be something that might even complement Tim, some of the other things that you're doing. But I also know that working with Carolyn... And the two of you, the relationship the two of you have, and then also as Carolyn is connected with me, it just seemed to be a logical extension of that. doesn't always work that way. Good, good thoughts, good plans, so it' always worked out. But I'm sure where the heart is, then even if we should run into some sort of speaking of logistics issues, I'm sure that God's going to give us the way. So so as much as being that administrator, I think the logistics, you are good at logistics. Is that a good appraisal? Uh, I like to think so. I like to think so. And, and with that, we have uh, a big vision. We'd like to extend this in as much as we can in virtual context to as many people as possible.
1: He's not going to share that his master's is... The, well, your MBA, but the concentration is in logistics? Yes. Yes. So, and I didn't know that, so it's yeah. good, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, Maybe that's yeah. a sign, right?
1: Yeah, it's a sign to be Evidence. careful when you get married to somebody with a degree in being on time. The
0: brain, right? <laughs> the brain. But it's pretty formidable, though. The task, we want to be able to do this in, in that sort well, of virtual context. We want to also, though, offer on-site... We want to develop programs. Uh, I've already mentioned to you prior to even approaching Tim or or approaching Tim and his acceptance of the position or at least uh, wanting to to work with us on it. We talked about marital seminars and programs and retreats. It's just a lot of things. And if we're going to do this virtually and we're going to do this well, uh, then we need somebody who has some knowledge too of technology and and how to make that as, as available, accessible. You know, We want to be able to offer uh, not only uh, individual courses through the continuing education, uh, but we want them to be able to come online and access them. We want them, if they want to download it, they can download it. Uh, we're even, as ambitious as it may sound, in that spirit of empowerment, we're even wanting to offer a certification so that folks can at least point to something. I I know that that doesn't certify you any more than the Holy Spirit, and certainly we don't want to suggest that would have any preeminence over your calling in the Holy Spirit. But sometimes in a transactional sort of way, people just need to see and know what you know. I know it shouldn't be that way, but a lot of folks approach it in that way. That's why we have degrees, and that's why we do have certifications. and, and with that, you kind of know, you know, that somebody's vetted them and and they've got an endorsement. Mm-hmm. But all of that is toward empowerment, and though that may be more materially so than spiritually, so it's I think something that has always been. I mean, I'm going to read a passage, if it's okay with you guys. Mm-hmm. From Ephesians and and really Ephesians four captures if anybody would want to read that we don't ever get a chance to read the Bible enough in my opinion on the on the uh, podcast the word on the podcast but read Ephesians four because it's really I think not only vision but the heart of it but I want to specifically go to Ephesians four verse eleven and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, I'm asserting this Jesus Christ, under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, humanism, slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth and love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. It's certainly an awesome like passage, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Tim, this is all your responsibility, and we expect you to do the logistics <laughs> to bring all of this about. Do you feel a little bit overwhelmed? Overwhelmed, yeah. Excited, yeah. Absolutely. And of course, we know that all of this is because of the Holy Spirit, all of this is because of Christ. Jesus, as the passage references. All of this is because God has chosen to send his son so that we may have this anointing. That's where, again, the true empowerment Mm -hmm. lies. But we are contending with, not competing with, we're not about psychology, Mm -hmm. competing with psychology or social work or any of those Mm -hmm. other disciplines. But we are about empowering the body to be able to do, the body of Christ, to do what the body's been called to. And I think, unfortunately, that's part of the work of the devil, too, is he's deceived us into believing that the church is the last place on earth that you want to do Christian counseling with. And that most of us need to go to a specialist like a psychiatrist or the discipline of psychiatry or social work or psychology or professional counseling. And now they got life coaches and all of those things. I don't want to compete with them. I just want to send resoundingly the message. Mm-hmm. All of this is predicate upon the gift of the Holy Spirit, the empowerment, but operate within that lane. Mm-hmm. Right? Take that. If it's a calling on your life, you maybe we're all apostles in the sense that we've all had now an encounter with Jesus for are saved. But if you're a pastor, if you're a teacher, if you're a disciple, an evangelist, whatever it is that you find yourself, wherever you find yourself with that kind of title in mind, Mm -hmm. you should be fully empowered. You should not have any or hold any reservation if you're called to that, and that includes ministry. We're all called to ministry. Now, some of us may be not so specialized Mm -hmm. That's why we call it again, specialized pastoral care, Christian counseling. But certainly for those that are called, we want to empower them. We want to take back what the devil tried to steal. Psychology is humanistic. The devil has used it to steal the power of God to minister to the church, to the edification of the body, to bring forth Christ, the bride of Christ, who I think Jesus is looking forward to coming back one day and claiming.
1: Hmm. Mm. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. You just jump in whenever you want, Tim. <laughs> I, I, mm, that just touched a nerve when you said all that that what the devil has stolen and what was intended for good. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. What um, God has turned for good, what was intended for evil, and God intended for good. The things that I'm seeing and reading, and even like just uh, mainstream articles like Psychology Today, just the things that I'm seeing coming out of people that have degrees, and I just I don't understand sometimes where some of the things are coming from. So, like I said, for such a time as this, I feel like this is in God's timing, but now it is needed more than ever, I believe, um, because you said it. and um, Some of the things are just... Way leaning away from what the Holy Spirit where it was intended to go, and people don't know and we talked a little bit on the podcast on our last podcast about you don't know what you don't know, and people just follow along and they think you know this is what you know what I'm supposed to be doing, or you know they're just kind of plowing ahead, and it's kind of scary because the devil is just a distraction, I mean you know just all the things, and they are believing a lie. And that's one of my big things that I, you know, talk to people about and even even my own kids, you know, are you believing a lie? Is this what is it? Where's this coming from? And so I think it's really important that we look at that today and in this program.
0: Well I consider it an honor when a pastor <coughs> trusts me or entrusts us enough to do that. And mm-hmm. and it would not be that we have not allowed them given them permission to do that and told them about covenants and mm-hmm. reached out to them i don't know if it's cuz we thought we could do it better we just were adjunct or we were uh, there in a position to, to aid yeah. but it's also with this recognition in mind that n- many of them don't feel like that they can mm-hmm. or they feel like that's not really their position there's a bit of that, again, transactional dimension even in the church. Maybe they don't have the staff that's equipped. That's what we're wanting to do as well. We don't want to replace the church. We don't want to replace the right. denomination. Right. We do not want to. We're not a church. Right. We're not a denomination. Mm-hmm. What we want to do, though, is we want to empower mm-hmm. and, and assist. assist and build mm-hmm. up so that we can defeat the adversary. Right. And and with that, the lies, mm-hmm. as as you're mm-hmm. mentioning, as you pointed to, mm-hmm. and I want to remind the two of you, and I love it because you're married. I <laughs> only love it because you're married. You make a great couple, by the way, Tim. <laughs> but I love it too because <laughs> because I think that's where it all started. Was in the garden, mm-hmm. and devil separating Adam and Eve, and then God. Mm-hmm. And with that, when we talk about this marital, I I think that's where the answer is. You know, we we do family work. We, again, uh, do work with kids. We mentioned that last podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We do it with adults. It's all Bible-based. It's all in the same sort of, I guess, mind of Christ, Mm -hmm. mind of God model that we Mm -hmm. try to, on the podcast, talk about and even articulate it a bit out of Ephesians today and out of the Holy Spirit. But... That's a perfect example. The two of you can bring a dimension to this by development of curriculum and then Tim's help logistically getting it available, making it available. We can do this not only empowering those who help couples, but I'd like to think that we could also in that too empower the couples. Mm -hmm.
2: You
0: know, Christ is the head of the church. The husband is the head of the family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I won't say the wife. Head of the family. And the wife is in submission to the husband, but the husband is as Christ would lay down his life for his wife. That sounds as much a church kind of attitude or at least mindset as anything. Mm -hmm. We cover ourselves in that most elemental or basic way in our homes. Mm -hmm. But if we're not getting that, maybe in that same sort of manner from the church, maybe the church again doesn't have the resource. You're not going to get it from secular psychology, they're not going to provide that answer because they're not going to insert Christ. They're not going to understand all this is predicate upon the power of the Holy Spirit. We need testimony. We need it from successful marriages, people who understand the dynamics. Then we need to with Tim's No, no development of that, but getting it out there so people can receive it. And with that, we could offer courses and we could facilitate that. It's just equipping mm-hmm. those that provide that
1: ministry. Encouraging. And you know I'm all about encouraging. You know how I love that. Um, oh, that's my train of thought. Tim, do you want to say something? No, you go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, no, when you were talking about the marriage thing and that, uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, Yeah, we do have, I believe we have something to offer, um, even just from our own experiences. But the thing that is funny to me is whenever, and it's usually, say, 30 and younger, we'll say that, and you say you've been married, me and Tim celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary in September, as you know, and you should see their faces. They're like, wow, wow, like they're in shock, amazed. And... It's sad to me because it wasn't always like that, you know? And so there's a shift and you can see it. I'm sure you've seen it in the mindset and it's becoming more apparent to me that this is a rare thing. This is something unusual to be married 25 years. So yeah it's well, uh, it's well, definitely noticeable
0: and all of those that and, and again we're not the smartest folks I, I'll say I'm not the smartest person in the world I'm not the greatest biblical scholar in the world I don't have the only relationship with God and mm-hmm. that all that God's wisdom and knowledge all does right. not flow through me I mean, those are all acknowledgments that I just need to say even though they sound a bit absurd saying them even as I listen but at the same time though we can all see those that understand the importance of marriage. That's where the devil is attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is contingent upon that. Mm-hmm. That's the first covenant relationship God established outside of his relationship with Adam. And it's the first covenant relationship where there was a choice. Now, I've shared with you, Tim, if you listen to the podcast, you probably at times... He does. Yes, you've probably listened to me enough to know that at times I say something like this. You know, I used to get mad at Adam. Adam, you should have stood up for God. You shouldn't have went down with Eve. No. <laughs> the covenant relationship, the choice that Adam exercised to stay with Eve with the purpose in mind of covering her and being able to go through whatever had to go through... For the sake of restoration, or even without the intimacies that they experienced in the garden together with God. (laughs) If you're not in the garden, if you're not having that conversation with God, you need somebody to go through it with. But it was a promise Adam had made to Eve, and he wasn't going to break that. But it's the same promise God makes to us, it's the same basis of the promise God makes to us through Jesus Christ. He's not going to give up on us. But it's going to work. He's going to allow us to bring that with his help through the Holy Spirit to fruition. But who better you can preach that, you can teach that. There's a lot of good stuff being done at churches. I'm not taking anything away there. But the folks that hands on are doing that. Mm-hmm. In the churches, and especially, Carolyn, as you would be in context of covenant, specialized pastoral care, Christian counseling, ministry, the practice itself, covenants, Mm -hmm. that's so important, it seems. That's where that's where the battle really is is at, you know. Because once he gets the separation between the husband and wife, and he's got the kids, and once he has the kids, he's got the culture, and once he has the culture, he's got the community, and once the community breaks down, the church breaks down. That's what he's done. That's where we are today, right. and why twenty five years of marriage. In and of itself is an incredible testimony. Regardless of how good it was or how much of a struggle it might have shown, 25 years of marriage. But to say that as we're saying that with some power, some authority, it's certainly of the Holy Spirit. But it's also because we've learned. We've been educated, some of which came from our secular training. You've got a secular degree. I've got a secular degree. You understand the Word of God. You study the Word of God. You and Tim do it together. You attend a church. You're embedded in a church. You're part of a church community. All of that is there. But sometimes people just need to know it's okay for them to say, I can speak to these marriage situations with some authority. I can be a bit of an expert if for another reason than God's called me to. But if I've got all of this... And then with that, the additional training that Covenant's uh, continuing education programs will offer, afford, it seems to me like that's what we should do. But if you and Tim could put it together and we could get it on... Uh, line, so to speak, accessibility, we could offer it in some curriculum sort of way, we could give a certification, not only the folks that might benefit from it, who might just say, well I just want to do that because I want to learn or the people who might be otherwise in a position to teach them or to, to kind of bring them along, to minister to them in that specialized, again pastoral care sort of way, Christian counseling sort of way, we want to do that I think that's where we'll win. I think that's what God wants us to do. That's how we're gonna change our society. It's not that we should stop preaching the word, it's not that we shouldn't stop trying to help repair what's broken, right. but we need to go to the essential primary covenant relationship. It I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you forever. Mm-hmm. You know, in that sense that we're not here materially forever, but it's in an eternal dimension. Mm-hmm. But if we can't go there, then you could promise a bunch of stuff. Right. But you've broken your most essential one.
1: And those people that are in the churches that are attempting to do this, we need more of that. We need more of those people that are willing to do this. But those people that are doing it are, I believe, it seems like they're wore out. You know, they're feeling the pressure and the burden of the whole church. And it shouldn't be like that. And so I just, I kind of feel like that we're also here to support people that are, that are in it, that are in the trenches that need, you know, need an extra hand, need an encouragement, need some, you know, just some support. And, you know, we, we know where you're at, we see you and, you know, we're here for you because not only are we here for the people to receive the services, but just to encourage those that are already doing it. Those people, I, I think about some people at my church and about how. One person, two people can't do it all, mm-hmm. and, and and that's how they get more, you know, uh, well, burn out.
0: I'll give you an example. Um, it's real life example. I've got a lady. Mm-hmm. I'll change the gender. <laughs> that way it won't be so. It, well, even at it's the a minimal man. risk, is identifiable. <laughs> this is coming around. Of I, you know, I don't want to don't want to cast shade as they say on anybody. A lady comes in. She's got. A history of problems, mental health problems. And to some extent, she's been part of more secular humanistic counseling. And with that, then some medications. Uh, But I don't know that it's so extensive. And so we're really working on encouraging her to seek more from the church and more from her pastor. And and so I'm doing all this. You know, I'm Within the, the professional realm, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. You know, we've got, we've got the more professional practice. Right. Then we've got this specialized pastoral care. I do exclusively the psychological counseling within a professional realm. This is where I know her from. But I'm saying I know all about that stuff. I mean, I know about the medicine. I know about the, the techniques, the evidence-based mm-hmm. treatments, mm-hmm. interventions. I know cognitive behavior therapy. I know dialectical behavior therapy. I know how I've, I've gone to school. My doctorates in counseling psychology. I, I've got all of that. I'm licensed in four states. I'm certified clinical mental health counselor, which is the highest certification. Recognizably, you can see. again. I'm not saying I'm all it, but all of that. Mm-hmm. I know. But I keep saying, but you need to know Jesus better. <laughs> and, and though I'm coming to you because you've come to me within this more secular context, I just want to make sure, as you're part of a church, that you're seeking that guidance and direction from your pastor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I know your pastor. He's a great man. I, I've had personal encounters with him. Uh, I know he's going to be really helpful Uh, And maybe not that he hasn't already tried to do it. I'm just trying to, again, merge the two Mm -hmm. and say, make sure that you understand your real healing is going to come from there. Mm -hmm. And so I sent her back to the pastor, and I'm really disappointed. I'm excited because she goes. (laughs) And I'm real excited to see her again, the follow-up. Because I want to find out what he said. Because mm-hmm. I'm real excited. We're going to get this agreement thing. You know, you were talking about Tibb and his logistics, his mm-hmm. MBA and his specialties in logistics. You know, when you hear that coming from two independent sources who've really not talked it out, you said, it must be true, concurrent validity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Do you already know what I'm going to tell you?
1: I think so. Go ahead. <laughs> is, this, is this where... Um... I think you should go ahead because I. I is it well, she comes make...
0: back and she says he told me it was he was really glad I was on medication and that I should just keep coming to counseling.
1: That's not the that's not the person I thought it was. The person I thought it was got angry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and, and to the extent and degree, if anybody got angry, it would have probably been me. I don't know if that it was righteous indignation, but I think the indignation comes from just this thing we're talking about on the podcast today. I don't know where, and, and she told me, so it wasn't like I called the person, the pastor, up and asked. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not my job to call them out. That you know, even if I think they need to be, and they may not need to be. She may be misrepresenting the data. Mm-hmm. It may be skewed. You know, she may want that rather mm-hmm. than the pastoral. But either way, the messaging is this: she doesn't think she's going to get her answer at church anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm indignant because I'm part of what stole that from the church. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I signed up to do that when I got my degrees. I'm not saying that I wanted to accomplish that end or had that end in mind, that it would even result in that. I thought I could bring both together, not the Christian into the psychological, but the additional training in the psychological into what I knew was the the foundation of all healing, Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ and the ministry of the gospel and the ministry of reconciliation that he gives us all and the church in my mind that's the safest place on earth. I can't remember who wrote that book. It's a fantastic book. His advocacy is that's really where it should all take place. We should not have humanists mm-hmm. tending the flock. We should not have humanists. Right. But when a pastor doesn't, for whatever reason, communicate clearly and in that sort of way offer something more tangibly, it's a great disappointment to me. Mm-hmm. And I was disappointed. And again, I don't want to throw stones and rocks, and maybe she told me wrong. But I'm kind of, though at the same time, inclined to feel like, yeah, but there's something truthful about that. We've given it away. We've allowed the devil to come clean out the temple. Jesus went in. We're all transactional. It's all about the money. It's all about the logistics, no offense to him, in some sort of material pragmatic term. No. Clean out the temple, reestablish... establish keep getting that word established wrong. Reestablish the faith dimension, establishment in Jesus Christ, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the empowerment. But if you start there, then all of this other is fine. Add to it. But if you don't start there, you know who she's relying upon? <laughs> Me, right. yeah. her medicine the doctors Mm -hmm. and I keep wanting to say Isaiah whose reporter are you going to believe
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know are you going to believe all of them or are you going to believe me I've actually and you may be right because I've told you several stories like this but one of the stories I did tell you was the lady got angry at me and left Went because to Google because I told her that I thought that she may be overmedicated and she's not looking for the answer. Mm-hmm. She didn't have this additional dimension of it. And so in that way, the devil's stolen. started with Freud, started with psychology, the father of psychology, but he's of the devil. It's all lies. If it's humanistic. If that's all it is, then it definitely is all lies. But even if it may be packaged as Christian, if the person isn't ministering not only the word of God, but the anointed word of God, the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit, and you don't leave that place knowing that you've had encounter with Jesus, to a more gather together in my name, am I in the midst of them, then there is no authority, there would be no authority, there would not be enough credibility for you to get better. You're not going to get better without Jesus and the Holy Spirit. But I think that is, sad to say, getting back to the lament over the marriages and the state of the world we're in right now, but sad to say, I think that's the more common experience even with Christian counseling. Where is the power? You know, we talked about sending out the disciples, the apostles, and then the evangelists, the seventy. And the disciples, Jesus, you have power over all unclean mm-hmm. spirits. Where is the power?
1: Mm-hmm. We're not seeing it. Well, I was looking to see who it was. I couldn't find it, but I read it somewhere this past week. Maybe on YouVersion version somewhere. It's a fantastic quote. <clears throat> Excuse me. The person talked about bringing psychology into Christianity. And they were talking about how the world's tried to do that and bringing Christianity into psychology. And so, you know, there's the two camps and the person was reiterating, you know, yes, we, and, and even, I mean, that's what your degree is in. It's not that that in itself, like you said, it's all humanistic and it's not of no worth. There are some things that we can use therapies that are useful, right? Mm Mm-hmm but it's always and that's what the other was trying to say it's always based on the gospel it's always christ and then we can bring psychology into that as needed but it's never ever psychology and then we'll, we'll sprinkle some Jesus on it. Well
0: and God gave us a brain and certainly we're not against empiricism, we're not right. against science right. I that's really the whole message is I love science mm. I don't see enmity between science and my spiritual my faith walk in right. Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit except I would allow science to lead me exactly. my brain yeah. can't lead me Yeah, right. Now brain aids, my brain helps. I practice good meth, hopefully empiricism mm-hmm. methodology, mm-hmm. research methodology, mm-hmm. even in my daily sort right. of decision making. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to use the knowledge. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed right. to learn from what evidence-based sort of approaches I, I can garner. That I, we are going to talk about that with Covenant's continue education programs. That'll be flavored. Mm-hmm. It'll be salted a bit with that. Right. But the idea though is it's the same premise. God gave us a brain to use, mm-hmm. to to know, to have knowledge. Knowledge, but it should never take preeminence over the knowledge, the wisdom, the Holy Spirit. Right, right. And that's really what we shouldn't have to reestablish that. But well, it's the you times think, right, it's the times we're living in. Exactly. But that's why God, I think, has called us mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. And who better to speak to it than a bunch of humanists? Right? You're not. I'm not. But we know all that. I know that. It's like right. the Apostle Paul. Right. He knew what the law would result in. Mm-hmm. I know what that's going to get you. It mm-hmm. won't get you saved. Right. But if you come see me, even as I might do it in a professional context, with, in the word house, they come see you, or maybe I'm doing some stuff with you over mm-hmm. at Covenants, they need to know, and we want to encourage those, even if they're not part of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're they're casting out demons in in Jesus' name. They may not be part of us, but they're part of Jesus. But if they're out there doing that, Mm -hmm. and somebody comes in from the church, and they want this additional because the church isn't able to afford it, or maybe they want to take this message back to the church. We can do this here. That's what we want to do. We want to empower Mm The ministry, in whatever facet or manifestation, as much as we have a lane to run in, that would be the specialized pastoral care, Christian counseling, mm-hmm. ministry. And with that, that's what covenants, continuing education programs is all about. And we will sanction you. I don't know that it's the same as being called to preach or an ordination or something like that, but it's kind of similar.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Well, I just, I think you're right. That's, I think that's why that quote from that gentleman struck me so, because... I mean, we shouldn't have to be talking about this. There's so many, so many directions I want to go with that, but I'm not going to just save us all time because I know Tim is just dying to share his (laughs) thoughts and you can't get a word in edgewise, can you, Tim? (laughs) So... Do we want to ask him what he thinks about? Something? Well, I was
0: going to give him the final word, <laughs> oh, right? So, oh, okay, so all but right. I was going to tease a bit. Say, well, now Tim, we want all this done next week.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that no, that's that's what I hear. That's that's what he says. It to is me. imminent,
0: though, right? The, the fields are white and ready for harvest. Yeah. The laborers are few. Right. And that's what we want to do. We want to make sure those that are out there are fully empowered. Mm-hmm. But there's a bit of imminence. but I'm excited. Mm-hmm. It's not overwhelming. And, again, I don't know the half of it. Mm-hmm. Tim, you would know if any of that is possible.
2: Mm-hmm. Just from what I've seen, yes. And you're saying there's the need, absolutely. Uh, and I'm excited to be part of, of uh, hopefully filling that deficit that, that's out there that Satan's
0: put out there in the world. Um. And again, I, I want to, this is, again, a bit of cred, once more, a bit of cred, uh, it's on Tim's resume. <laughs> is, you guys go to, uh, throughout some of the countries that you've been to, over, uh, is South America, right?
1: Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Honduras. Honduras. Where else do you go?
0: Tim, do you still have your, your ministry of, uh, uh, was it Avod? Avod, mm-hmm. yes. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and, and you do that independently. I mean, I know that you're affiliated with the church, but that's a ministry you put together. And the purposes of that would be ministering in a very, again, logistical, pragmatic, practical way to the material needs of a lot of individuals, especially kids.
2: Right.
1: And we're not... Um, we're not necessarily associated with our church. No, no, not any one particular church. No. Yeah, we wanted to make it to where, I mean, we are the church, right? I mean, it, let's not confuse our listeners. Like, there's one church, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and somebody just kind of discovered that the other day. And I had a friend, and she said she went to this concert, and was amazed that there was all these different denominations there worshiping together, and somebody said, well, that's what heaven's going to be like. And it was like a revelation. And I'm thinking, how, how is that? I don't understand how you don't, how that's a revelation because we're the church. I have a shirt that says that we are the church and there's one church. And so, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, when we, when we started out, we wanted to make sure that people knew that we were about advancing the gospel Tell me if right. I'm saying this right. Right
2: about being in the church and not right.
1: doing the things in tangible ways and living it out, um, and that's—I <laughs> mean, even when you come to see me at Covenants, even when they come to the Word House, that's—that's that's what you're going to get. Is we—we we talk about real life and being in this world and how we know we're not living in, you know, a fairy tale where uh, everybody you know thinks the same thoughts or whatever. But um, yeah, it's important that we kind of put that out there that we are for Christ followers and we want to empower and encourage those people that are seeking to do what we're doing to love others, to love God and love others.
0: So as much as again, hopefully (laughs) laugh at me, hopefully I've been able to put words to (laughs) all this, right? in such a way that we could communicate a vision. Habakkuk. We want to write it down make it of registry Mm -hmm. Uh, not necessarily so much for instruction of others maybe just as a reminder of Mm -hmm. the initial Mm -hmm. sort of calling and where this comes from because you know it's easy to get lost in the wilderness Mm -hmm. if you're not really sure and you're really not able to stay attached or affixed Mm -hmm. to the Holy Spirit in that way or allow the Holy Spirit to maintain that attachment or being affixed to God's call or will in your life but this idea though that we've already set up then, additional to what we're talking about on the podcast today, a website. Yes. Yes. CovenantsContinuingEducationPrograms.org Now, before you do what both of you are doing, look at it. Make sure you insert hyphens. I don't know whose idea that was. It seemed like a good one at the time. Maybe it's not so much, but we'll figure it out, right? It was mine. You pointed at me. It's mine. <laughs> But
1: you didn't
0: have to confess, right? Covenants-continuing-education-programs.org. Right now, you're probably not going to get it to your search engine. You're going to have to go to your literal bar, address bar, the what is it, Tim? HTTP colon forward slash whatever, whatever, whatever. But go there. You find it? Mm -hmm. Go there. It'll talk in more generic terms. That's where Tim's going to do his magic. Pull all this together for us. It seems like magic. It'll be of the Holy Spirit. You'll put all this together. That'll be our primary platform for the Covenant's continuing education programs. Hopefully one day you'll be able to go there and you'll be able to take a look at all the different courses we have. We'll have educational offerings that are currently going on. We'll be able to offer maybe uh, some sort of link to get materials to read. You know, Hopefully we'll get posts. We're going to hopefully get Tim's help. Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Now, Tim, you may have other directions. Facebook may be passe, old school. Maybe there's other directions. Hopefully folks will be able to, to reach out to us there. We need to get a uh, email address mm-hmm. specifically for Covenant's continuing education programs. Uh, but for now, going to the website... Not only will they get some real basic, solid information on where we are and just a little, you know the basics mm-hmm. of it, but they'll also get the phone number, which right now Carolyn is going to double for the Covenants Pastoral Care, the Covenants Specialized Pastoral Care, Christian Counseling Ministry that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, 304-528-9220 and they're also going to, in the meantime, mm-hmm. use the covenants.llc1 at yahoo.com mm-hmm. email address is, should they want to. Now, all of our podcast listeners, you're usually the one that says all that. I didn't blow that, by the way. I know. I know.
1: You said it.
0: You kept waiting right, for me like, to okay, really, he really just, foul it you up. You took
1: my only part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're one more your one oh, my five minutes of fame.
0: You stole moment. it from me. Sorry, I know. But would you be so kind <laughs> as to field those questions,
1: Absolutely.
0: or or answer those, or let us know? And I did want to say this: Tim is going to be the administrator, uh, that so-called chief operating officer, overseeing all of this, the development of it. But Tammy Jones is going to actually be the director of Covenant's Continuing Education Program. She enjoys teaching. She's like you, Carolyn. She Mm -hmm. loves to read. She's going to actually do a lot of the curriculum, which doesn't mean there may not be others, but she's going to be the primary one. And if you get some inquiries, hopefully you can pass them on to her. Uh, And if folks go to the Covenant's Continue Education Programs.org, they can go ahead and get signed up on a, a mailing list so we can continue to that. send them additional offerings mm-hmm. as they unfold and we've got a podcast that's up called Covenants <laughs> so, I saw that on the so, website Sorry. so original Covenants Continuing Education <laughs> Programs and so if folks want to listen to that they're welcome to if Tim would want to <laughs> why would he uh, after today's experience come on that podcast i'd love to have him and just be and him to sit down and we could go back and forth i'm sure tammy would not mind uh certainly in terms of offering us a bit more information on all the great things he's putting together give us updates mm-hmm. on how it's all coming together how we're structuring it all the again logistics but tim if you would want to come on and share some ministry stuff too I know if you've accepted this, you prayed about this, and if you prayed about this, you must be believing that God has called you to this. And if he has, I'm sure that that, again, complements all the other things that God's called you to in your life right now. But I'm sure with heart, you have a word to speak. If you should ever want to come on, just me and you on that podcast and talk about any of that that God's put on your heart, logistics or otherwise, you're more than welcome.
2: Okay, thank you. I'd i appreciate that opportunity. Not sure I'd
0: be good at it, but <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you would. God gives the person with stammering lips oftentimes the greatest things to say. And so, in that same sort of Moses way, I, I don't want to be Aaron. I, I, you know, we'll hold his arm <laughs> Yeah, we'll just we'll just. I've got the staff. I don't know if you noticed it coming in. I've got the rod over the corner. Or we could get the rod out and let you go at Pharaoh for a while. Uh, but, love to have you on. Are you an amener? Does your church Amen that you attend? Yeah. Yeah, do. do. you ever hear it come out of Tim's mouth? No. She won't. won't hear it. Well.
1: Why are you saying that? Are you saying because you're not in there when we're not together or you just won't say Amen?
0: Well, i was just going to give you permission. If you didn't want to say anything else, Amen is okay. I mean, because I've been to those churches. Like, somebody else say something like, Amen. Tell the speaker, brother. You know, well,
1: we're, we're not together in that um, service, so even if he did say amen, I wouldn't know it. So, uh.
0: yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, a head nodder. <laughs> All right, so a bit of a bit of a different departure. We thought it important enough. We wanted to go ahead and share it with, exclusive, our mm-hmm. What is Covenant Specialized Pastoral Care, Christian Counseling Ministry, podcast listeners first. We actually spoke of this mm-hmm. several weeks ago. Right. But we wanted to let them know first. Hopefully they'll be seeing some advertisements mm-hmm. on their Facebook like they do mm-hmm. for the okay. What is Covenant Specialized pastoral yep. special Care Christian Counseling mm-hmm. Ministry soon, again with Tim's help. But probably next time we get together, unless Tim would be like insistent I'm, to come and be part of the next podcast, it'll be back to more normal stuff between you and I. But should our podcast listeners want to get a hold of us at what is Covenants, Specialized Pastoral Care, Christian Counseling Ministry, at the actual Covenants yes. Pastoral now Care. You,
1: now you let me do my turn. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm just easy. Okay, of course we'd love to hear from you. Um, I always say the easiest way just to give us a call, 304-528-9220. You can email us at covenants.llc1 at yahoo.com. Or you can go online to our website, CovenantsOnline.com. And as always, check us out on Facebook for not just our podcast link, but also we have up a really good article about dealing with grief during the holidays. So we we throw in all kinds of little things. I might even put a recipe on there. Who knows?
0: If Tim doesn't steal it, right?
1: <laughs> First, yeah, who, who knows? But who no, knows? we we uh, we like to. Um, I like to add things for everybody because if you don't know by now, I love people.
0: Yes, and that makes you what you are, and and why you're so much called to the ministry. So, in that same sort of way, reach out. Let us know if you have any questions. Let us know if you want want to come in and talk with Carolyn, uh, myself. Uh, we'd be glad to help in any way we can. But we would want to, if you're called, to invite you back to our next edition of What is Covenant Specialized Pastoral Care Christian Counseling and Ministry with, today, Tim Barnett. (laughs) Tim and Carolyn Barnett and Dave Clay. And until we get a chance to meet again, God bless you.